Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Urbaneton with Angel and Taz, the show where we talk about anything and everything having to do with the reggaeton, urbano, and Latin trap scene. So for those of you who have never heard the song Porfa by Justin Quiles, well, sorry, Justin Quiles and Faith, definitely is more of like a like a flow Palas Baby song. I personally love it. I think it's got like a really good flow. Very super, super melodic. Definitely like a love-inspired kind of track. Kind of just talks about like like some like love interest that they had that like you know like don't leave me you know that kind of type of vibe but it's like a really good song i feel like anyone who who's a fan of melodic tracks and even people who don't like trap will definitely like it as well so the big news with this is that the song is actually getting a remix so at the time of recording uh, a couple days ago justin keelis posted on his instagram that they're filming the music video for the remix with faith but they also revealed all the artists that are going to be on the remix so the artists that justin keelis tagged in the whole post were none other than J Balvin, Maluma, Sech, and Nicki Jam. So in my opinion, this is just my opinion, I think this has potential to be one of the biggest remixes of the year. If not, you know, the summer, I think it has potential to be a song of the summer. Even though I haven't heard a single word from the song, just by having those artists, I think it's going to be a really big song for the summer and even the year. So Angel, what do you think about it? I think the original song right now, um, again, we had not heard the remix yet, but the song itself right now, I really like it because it's so very smooth and vibeful and it's very full, like, of soul, you know, it's a very soulful song, right? I'm surprised you like it, honestly. I, right, you know, usually I really don't like these kind of songs, but the thing was, I think that really has me, won me over, was that it's really not slow at all. It's not that slow. And I, I think th- it is a little. I feel like it, it's pretty upbeat. I mean, obviously not like up up there, right? No. Um, but it's you know it's fast enough for me to really like it, uh, and it's just the hook, the hook and the chorus that Justin sings, dude. I really love that. Quédate conmigo. It's just like I'm saying, it's yeah, so it's smooth, so soothing, dude. right? Oh my god, I know what you mean. I totally and get it. For it being the song in the summer, again, we do not know yet. We would have to listen to it. It has potential. It's got potential. It has um, amazing potential. But yes. we will not know that until, you know, it drops. And yeah. I actually cannot wait for that because I really like the song. Yeah. Even today, Balvin posted a video. He's like, oh, like, I'm heading to the studio right now to record my verse for the song. I'm like, oh, shit, like, this is going to happen. So hopefully it drops within the next, you know, two to three weeks. I hope it's a great song. And if it isn't, then I'll be really disappointed. All right. So today's episode, Angel, well, why don't you tell us what it's going to be about? So this week's episode, we'll be going over our experiences on festivals, tours, shows, concerts, um, all that good fun stuff that we've gone to. So it's going to be personal. It's going to be cringy. It'll be very cringy. We've seen. We have seen. We have seen and experienced some shit. Right. So it's going to be cringy, but it's going to be fun. All right. Um, Basically, let's just go ahead and jump right to it. Take it away, Tazimir. Yes, Tazimir. So we're going to start off first with the people we've seen in concert. So me personally... I am a concert whore. I have been to a lot of concerts, uh, not as many festivals as I would have wanted to, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I've been to a lot of concerts. So these are the people that I've seen in concert. And I also put um, all the people, I, like how many I've seen and the amount of times I've seen them. For So for example, this is my list. So I've seen J Balvin five times, Maluma three times, Osuna three times, um, Nikki Jams, Danny Ocean, Sedge, Guayna. Anuel, Jay Cortez three times, Lunai, Mariah, Liano twice, Raúl Alejandro twice, Eladio Carrion twice, Brian Myers, Justin Quiles, Joel Randy, El Alfa, Gigolo y la Exe, Mike Towers, and Alex. 
I've seen all those artists live in concert. Some of them I did see at festivals, but I'll go over right now the festivals I've been to. So I've been to Coca-Cola Flow Fest uh, from 2019. I've been to Los Dells Festival here in Wisconsin Dells uh, in 2019. Vibra Urbana 2020. It was a first-year festival they did down in Coral Gables in my, near the Miami-Dade uh, County area. Something like that, right, Angel? Mm-hmm. And I've also went to Lollapalooza this past year. So, Angel, why don't you explain to the people the concerts and the festivals you have attended? The two, con- well, the one concert and the one festival... I mean, it would really be considered a festival. It was also a concert um, that I went to were actually the same ones that Taz has gone to. So basically, I've been to the J Balvin concert. I've been to Vibra Urbana as well down in Miami. And so I just saw J Balvin, Brian Myers, Justin Quiles, uh, Gigolo La Exa, Al Alfa, Drao, Aladio Carrion, uh, and Liano. I'm still getting into it, you know, getting more out. Uh, usually, personally, I'm not a type of dude to be going out. But since Taz has introduced me to going to these concerts, yeah. I really, you Angel know, hates going to festivals. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just something about me. Like, I love being social, but at the same time, I don't. Like, I don't want to be he out just, there. just, like, he's very picky, like, about weather and stuff like that. And he doesn't like being, like, outside in, like, open area with, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll admit, you know, festivals can be a little much for some people. Like, I understand it because, like, it's really hot outside for the most part and you're all bunched up together. You know, everyone's dripping you know, sweat and chlamydia on each other. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, I mean, it's, sometimes some people feel um, pretty tense up when they go out, right? Yeah, I, I totally get it, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I understand, like, why That's it's why not every... really your scene. But yeah, so those are the people that I basically saw. Uh, I've only gone to two events. Unfortunately, the reason why especially now is because uh, obviously the pandemic that's been going out a lot of concerts have been canceled a lot of tours yeah. everything like that so it's so unfortunate that i got into it at a time that the pandemic you know the pandemic basically hit yeah it um, really sucks especially for me since i'm such like legit like i i'm a concert whore like i feel like a part of my life has literally stopped i wouldn't say i was depressed but like yeah i was definitely sad for the fact that like okay i'm probably not going to be able to go to a concert or a festival for the next, you know, one or two years. Mm-hmm. But we'll touch upon that, like, a little bit more along the episode. But what I first wanted to go over, or we what we want to go over first, we is won't. our first concerts. So, Angel, why don't you start off by telling us the first experience from your first concert. So, where did you go? Um, when was it? Okay. And tell us the experience. Okay. Um, J Balvin, Allstate Arena, um, Arcoiris Tour with Aladio Carrion Liano. This was September 19th of 2019. I thought it was really cool. It was such a great first concert to be going to. I was invited by Taz to go to. We, yes. I think we actually kind of went over this on the first episode that we've ever yeah, recorded. Yeah, we went um, not as much in detail, but yeah. So, obviously, I saw Balinos coming again. Mm-hmm. I'm like, shit, like, I got to go. But me personally, I'm like, I'm not going to go alone. So, I'm like, all right, who do I bring? So, it was between him and my sister. And I'm like, sister. well, I've already taken my sister to see Balvin once. So, I'm like, all right, I'm going to take Angel. That was really cool, actually. I really liked that. It was a cool experience to go down there. And How were the um, seats? The seats were amazing, man. We sat, like, on the floor. And at first, because he had two stages. At first, you know, he was in the front of the of the stadium. And then on his second stage was, like, literally, I don't know, a couple of feet away from us when he was performing. Because he was in the middle of the arena. And we happened to be right there in the middle of the arena as well. Yeah. 
and like basically you can stick out like you know like a glass and you would get a sweat coming on there okay yeah we were really close it was really cool man it was it was badass and especially just the way that he set up like uh, all of his uh his visuals the lights you know everything like yeah. that dude it was so amazing if anything balvin is really good at he's amazing Very colorful. when it comes to production mm-hmm. i i can tell he invests a lot of money mm-hmm. a lot of time a lot of energy to make sure that his concerts are really fun and everyone comes out having you know a blast so that's one thing I praise Balvin for is having the ability to kind of create your own his own separate world inside of concerts inside of arenas that to the point where like you're honestly transported to a new world and a whole new experience. I applaud him for the work he's done with that. So in terms of that concert, what did you enjoy the most about it? Honestly, the experience that he gives out, it's something that you really have to be there in person to understand because it's the way he puts effort into his music and the way that he makes it come out um you know as much as you say you enjoy listening to his kind of you know to his music whatever it is when you're there in person there's just so much more character in it and there's more soul in it and he really it really makes you feel like involved and then especially you know again you're just in an environment where there's a lot of people that are there you know, because they're all there enjoying it, right? So you just soak that all up. Exactly. They're all there it for just, the same purpose. Right. So it just kind of makes you feel really cool. Concerts like these and festivals like these, it's a great time to kind of meet new people mm-hmm. and to get to know people because mm-hmm. they're you guys are all there for one reason. Right. It's music. You're all there to see J Balvin live. So you guys are honestly going to have a lot more things in common than you think. And you're going to meet new people that you're going to have on Snap for a while and or Instagram, and you're going to mm-hmm. be like, oh, shit, like, how did I meet them? It's like, oh, yeah, well, I met them at this concert. And then who knows? You create friends along the way, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. You know what I thought was pretty cool? What? Just remember it. I used to have dreads. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe During on like, time. In our Instagram or something, we'll promote it. I have the picture. Really? Where, like I was like, Rabo Alejandro or what? He had braids. He ho. Oh yeah, braids. You had braids, and they look dope. I, you look exactly like Raúl Alejandro. I have the picture. I have to find it, but maybe in the promo or something, I can put that picture on it. That'd be funny as fuck. All right. So my first concert was also J Balvin, but I don't know if it was his first tour here in the U.S. But as far as I know, it was. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this. But it was with J Balvin at the Aragon Ballroom mm-hmm. uh, for the La Familia tour with Becky G on October 8th of 2015. So this concert, I'm so happy this was my first concert because it was like the greatest thing ever. Like, I don't know, just being able to see him on stage and like in person. And like, I, yeah, Becky G was cool too, I guess. But like, that's, honestly, she's kind of irrelevant. She was, she was the baby at that year. Yeah, she was. She wasn't like anywhere near as famous as she was now. Mm-mm. I did see some white girls there jamming out to her music. I really? think they just came specifically for her, which I thought was really cool. It was just like a really good, you know, like atmosphere. Yeah, so it was just like an, an amazing atmosphere. I went with my sister. She took me to my first concert, and that was honestly a really good experience that oh, we had together. Con- oh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah back in 2015. That's crazy. Because I was like, I was like a sophomore or like a junior in high uh-huh. school at the time. So I wasn't like, I wasn't going to go by myself. And the only person I, the only person that would actually like tolerate and listen to my music was my sister. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I couldn't think of anyone better else to go with. And it was just really great, man. Like, you know, the songs he played, you know, like classics from like, you know, La Familia Tour. You know, he was playing Yo Te Lo Dije, Ay Vamos, Jeans That was already a big hit at that point. He was playing that, Tu Tienes Algo, like just, you know, old Balvin songs that Mm -hmm. I would say like not, you know, the casual fan 
of reggaeton or the casual fan of Balvin knows. And then I think what made it even better for me is to like watch him when he wasn't as famous at the Aragon and to see where he is now and following his career for that long. To me, that shit's just beautiful because I've seen him come from like, not from nothing, but to start from scratch, you know, performing at, you know, little venues, venues here. Right. And then now he's sold out at the Allstate. And then I remember seeing this girl fucking plastered. Did you do anything? Like, did you help her out or what? No, like, I didn't do anything. What she was doing, mm-hmm. you know that classic girl, if you're at festivals or open venue concerts, she's, like, wobbling back and forth trying mm-hmm. to get to the front. But, like, she doesn't, like, she holds on to her drink, like, the oh, holy yeah. grail. Yeah. Like, she would not let that shit go, but she was bumping in everyone. She bumped in my sister, like, three times. And she's like, I'm, she's like, I'm sorry, girl. I can't do that. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck you is going on? You experienced your first uh, heads-on drunk person at yeah a that was concert. interesting i'm like what the fuck but yeah all in all really good concert so angel why don't you tell us the best concert you've been to so far i know it's not many but still <laughs> yeah i get, i mean my only option here <laughs> my only option was i mean basically the one with balvin yeah Goody's tour a little bit it was uh like i said it was, it was really cool i really liked it i enjoyed that mm-hmm. what about you Mine, it's also Balvin, but it was from a different one. Mm-hmm. So it was the Viras tour. Okay. Which was, I think it was in like 2018, October-ish. It was really cool because I saw, so Osuna was, it was on a Friday. Mm-hmm. So Osuna was there the Friday before and then Balvin was there the Friday after. Really? So two weeks straight, I was at the Allstate and I went to some really good concerts. It was amazing. Balvin put on an amazing I think what makes this my favorite is just the production that he put into it. He had, like, an animatronic, uh, like, T-Rex. Oh, that was pretty cool, actually. That was, like, moving its head, like, back and forth. It was the dopest thing I've ever seen. And just because I think I liked Vibras so much, he was playing a lot of hits from Vibras. Like, I think that's what made the concert so good. And, you know, because I was there with, like, my sister. And, you know, it was, like, we were just having a good time. Right. My seats were really good, you know, floor seats. Um, We were pretty close to the stage. You know, it was great. And I think all the songs the perform he performed, you know, the vibe, you know, that's sound like, mm-hmm. you know, no pun intended, you know, vibe, vibras, you know, all that kind of shit. Right. But it was just it was just an overall really good experience. I know you can't really talk about your worst concert because <laughs> I'm too much of a concert you're virgin. Too, you're too much of a virgin, and yeah. that's okay. You know, there's nothing wrong with being I don't a concert have virgin. No bad concerts. <laughs> I'm a virgin to concerts. But I think my worst one was. When I saw Jay Cortez at the rave, it's not that Jay Cortez did anything bad, you know. It was like, I mean, he did I didn't perform go that time. for only. I, was, like, I remember you told me to go, but I did not go. Yeah, you were gonna go, right? Like, I was you gonna were gonna go. How close were you going? Pretty close, and then I ended up staying. I didn't go. I think God did not want you to experience the night I experienced. That's why you didn't go because I don't. He's on so, my team. The Lord is on your team. Yes. So the the thing that was wrong about like Jay performed for like. You know, like 40, 50 minutes. That's okay. You know, I mm-hmm. expected that. I've already seen him twice before, you know, so I wasn't expecting him to perform for a long time. Yeah. Plus, he doesn't have that many songs out right now. So it was cool, you know, nothing wrong with Jay. It's just, how do I put this? <laughs> if you're going to do drugs at a concert, honestly, guys, like everyone, a lot of people do drugs mm-hmm. and they drink when they're at concerts, right? right? Let's be honest. Right. Yes. But if you're going to do it, please just do it responsibly. So what what happened was is that so i was driving two of my friends the three of us went you know to we drove from you know the suburb we live in to milwaukee wisconsin which is where the rave is located Mm -hmm. it's about 
an hour and 20 minutes from where we live. Mm-hmm. We get in the car, we go. I find out, like, as soon as my friend stepped in the car, shit, he, I knew he had weed. Right. The shit was loud as hell. It smelled horrible. Like, pure fucking skunk. And I would know because I've been sprayed by a skunk. Yuck. It was gross. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm not going to smoke just for the reason because, you know, like, I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, like, not that Good type choice. of guy, you know. Good choice. But, you know, he's smoking. And so is my other friend. And when we get to the venue, so, like, they smoke. I think they got, like, three blunts. They smoked one. Okay, so I parked at Marquette, like, my old school. Marquette's literally down the street from the rave. Uh-huh. So I parked there because my ID, even though I don't go to the school anymore, my ID still works in my old parking spot. So I just swiped in. I got us in, and boom, like, we had free parking. Mm-hmm. So we walked from Marquette to the rave they smoked one there how long was the walk uh 10 minutes oh not bad when they got in they smoked again then they lit up another one and that's when shit gets real all right so we're gonna name my friends so one of them's name is chad the other is luke (laughs) or luke so chad is a big boy he can handle his shit right but the thing is luke is kind of short he can't handle his shit. Oh. And then Luke also has a bit of a poor diet. <laughs> All right. He doesn't. He drinks a lot of soda. <laughs> Cold wet to be exact. Cold <laughs> Mountain Dew, if you guys didn't Mountain know. Mountain Dew, Code Red. <laughs> a lot of it. Like, <laughs> let, let me tell you, like two gallons like a day. Yeah. Like he doesn't drink water like ever. So, <laughs> so bad. Imagine this. So. If you're smoking a lot of weed, you're going to be thirsty, right? Mm-hmm. But if you've only had soda for the past couple of days and no water, it's how do you think that's going to turn out? You're going to get dehydrated. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what fucking happened. So Luke starts like kind of wobbling like back and forth. And right. I'm like, okay, like, what the fuck? And then there is a dude in front of us. And then Luke like falls on top of the dude that's in front of us, like, you know, <laughs> Perriando y fumando un blunt, like, un blunt. <laughs> like Randy. And I'm like, okay, he, he falls in front of him. I'm like, oh shit, like. He's going to get his ass kicked. Yeah, I'm like, Luke, like, get the fuck up. Right. And I thought, like, I thought he was going to beat his ass, but he didn't, thank God. And I'm like, I'm like cool what the fuck? It. Like, why is he trying to hug him? Like, right. what the hell? Next thing you know, Luke falls flat on the floor. Fucking Luke. Like, he passes out. Like, like, Luke is literally passed out on the floor right now. And we're like, oh my God, like, what the fuck am I going to do? So then Chad is also highest tits, blazed out of his fucking mind, <laughs> like tries to get him up, but he starts falling like slowly. I'm like, what it's the dead f-? weight, dude. You can't pick yeah, someone no, up with dead weight. Yeah, no, it's like he was so heavy, like, d- like, I guess dead weight. So we're like, shit, like, what the fuck do I do? Then the situation starts to get worse because I have a group of chicks screaming at me from my right side. This other girl is screaming at me on my left side mm-hmm. and I have a, a fucking passed out Oompa Loompa in front of me. So I'm like, what the fuck do I do? So then this other girl goes and gets the, you know, medical staff. And then, like, they, we pick him up. And then we get him to, like, you know, the back. And we're like, oh, fuck. I'm like, bro, they better not kick us out. And then, like, you know. Right. Um, I mean, you're lucky they didn't call, like, the police or some shit on you guys. Yeah, thank God. No. So what happened after that, I go and I buy... Um, luke some like water and coke to i I don't know someone was telling me that that's coke yeah i don't know it was like they were telling me that that's good for like dehydration or some shit i don't know i just listened and i bought it 
And then my friend Chad comes out and he's like, hey, they have Luke in the back. I'm like, okay, like where? And he's like, um, they just have him in the back. I'm like, okay, but where's the back? Never mind. He's high as hell. And I'm like, I, I feel like a, a father at this point trying to take care of everybody, making sure everything's in order. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy fuck. So then I go in the back. He's fine. They don't kick us out, thank God. And then they let us stay at the venue and hear like the last couple songs. But honestly, that was like, it's one of the worst concerts because I literally like felt like a babysitter having to take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. And I had a dude on me pass out. That was pretty cool, actually. It was not cool. It was not fun at all to deal with. Cool Trust me, it was. It sucked. It was. I'm, the worst a, I'm actually ever. really glad I didn't go. Then. Yeah, you're. You should be happy you didn't go. That was like, a, oh my god, it was such a horrible experience. Like I wanted, like I was mad, I was furious, because it's like, less than the few is. Yes. <laughs> the thing, like the thing that made me so mad at the time, was because it's like, okay, like you guys are older than me. Y'all are some grown right, ass men. Exactly right. Like, why should I have to be taking care of you guys? But it's fine. Like, I'm I'm over it now. It's like, it's honestly a pretty funny story to tell. Like, like it's a story I tell a lot of people because it's like hilarious. He's like, you he just fucking passes out out of nowhere. And we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> he starts hugging the dude in front of him. I mean, in hindsight, it's like really fucked up that he passed out. But I'm like, I don't know. It's a funny story to tell. It all worked out. It's fine. It, yeah, he's alive. It's okay. So, Angel. Yes. We're going we're gonna to change gears now to festivals. Oh, yes. The festivals. Again. So Angel right now has only been to one festival, but the one festival he's been to, let me tell you, was pretty fucking amazing. So why don't you talk about it? Oh, man. Let me tell you. Okay, so it, it started out, honestly, if I can say the origins of this story, one day Taz goes, hey, man, there's going to be this cool festival down in Miami. I was like, oh, okay. You know, that's cool. And he's like, we should totally go to that thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that would be so cool. That will be, be pretty fun. Fast forward a couple weeks later, he goes, hey, bro, I got you a ticket. And I'm like, this guy. Keep in mind, I usually do not like going out. And then this time for me to go, like, out of state down to Florida, I was like, oh, my God. And then he's like, like, no, don't worry, bro. It's going to be really cool. Look at the lineup. They keep releasing more and more people. And I'm like, yeah, 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 okay, okay. Um, And I was like, okay, you know what? Screw it. You bought the ticket. Okay. So here, here's the money for the ticket. It wasn't expensive. That's why, like, I chose... To go, it was like I forget for like the general floor. I, I don't know. We paid one twenty, one twenty-five, one twenty-five mm-hmm. for each. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. So I didn't think it was expensive, and I'm just like, Miguel's the type of person like I got. I got to give him like a little push so he can do things. So I'm like, all right, I bought your ticket, so now you don't have a choice, bitch. You got to go. Basically, I didn't have no choice. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, he's like, well, now we're gonna have to book hotel and airfare and this, excuse me, and this and that. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, this is real. I guess we're going. Flash forward. I remember we were talking about this. We we went on a lovely Olive Garden date. We did. We, we were talking about, uh, like, yeah, we're going to be there in two months and this and that. And it's going to be so cool because I think it was, like, December when we were talking about this. And uh, the whole festival was in February. February, yep. And so we're talking about it. And as the date starts getting closer and closer, I, I'm like, oh, my God, this is it. We're going to go. Um, I'm going to have someone. You know, at first I was kind of like, I don't want to go. And then later I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. I bought the tickets. I bought the we, we got the um, Airbnb. We had the whatever. Right. So like, OK, just be cool about it. Just do it. Just go. You're going to have a fun time. And, you know, I really love Miami. So I was like, I'm going to go out and explore. I'm going to have a good time. We're going to we're going to be there for the weekend. This and that. Flash forward. We're on the plane. I don't we left what like at 8 p.m 10 p.m some shit like that yeah around like eight our local chicago time we mm-hmm. got we landed in 
Fort Lauderdale around, say, like, 11. Yeah, 11 mm-hmm. p.m. I mean, as soon as we got there, I was like, this is real. Yeah. You know, we're here. I felt that. You know, I felt it, too. As soon like, as you land, you're like... I'm an adult now. I'm like, no man. shit. <laughs> yeah, this is... <laughs> we were by ourselves. We were by ourselves. We're home alone, lost in New York type shit. And I was like, oh, my God. I don't got, like... You know, like, I don't know. It was so weird. We Ubered down to our place. We were in, um, I forgot what the little town we're Little Havana. Little Havana, right? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out there. It was a really cool place. Dude, the Airbnb we stayed at. It was, was amazing. gorgeous. It was beautiful. Our, like, our view, we were, what, on the 13th floor? And it was beautiful. Straight it was really gorgeous. Badass. Again, it was, the building itself was so beautiful. Our first night there, we went to go get, like, some snacks and shit. I remember they, at the TSA, they had taken my, my face wash. I was like, fuck you guys. I'm like. Yeah, they did. I don't know why they did bogus. that. bogus. Like, he literally, he, was, he slammed my backpack on the other side. And I was like, oh, my God, chill. I have, my, like, my tablet and shit in there. Mm-hmm. And then that he's like, you, you can't take these. And he took out my face wash. I was like, dude, I just, oh, I just bought those. And he's like, you can't take them. He threw them out. And he's like, here you go. I was like, oh, okay. What asshole. a cock. It was, yeah, dude. It was freaking being a cock. I was like, all right, cool. Um, so then we went out to the store. We started buying stuff. Remember our Uber drivers? Were, they were kind of kind of weird. Yeah, and one the, of the second guys, dude was weird. I'm like, there was a McDonald's right next to uh, CVS or Walgreens. CVS whatever or Walgreens we went, we went, to, we went yeah. to, yeah. And I'm like, yo, you think you can stop at McDonald's and get us some food? He's like, they take forever there. Right, and, like, and we are like, oh. we'll buy you some food, dude. Calm down. He's like, no. And yeah. Like, he, 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 like, drove us home, like, within two minutes. It was so weird. He was such a dick, man. Yeah, I would have given him a tip, too. Like, the being fuck? a cock. I we mean, were really hungry. Right. He could have went home with a freaking Big Mac or some shit. Yeah. All we ate were Cheetos that night. Yeah, and I was even more <laughs> mad because I ordered DoorDash at, like, 1 in the morning, <laughs> and it never came. It never came, right? I was, like, ready to in the morning. So I was like, fuck this. I'm going to bed. And I was like, No, I it was, like, 3. I'm like, bro, where the fuck is my food, man? I was it never so, came, right? I was so angry. I'm like, this is so stupid. So then I just ended up canceling it. And then you DoorDash Wendy's, right? Yeah. And then it was like, <laughs> what time was it? It was like four. And we're like, all right, let's just go to bed then. We literally went to bed late every day. Yeah, we did. Just because, like, I don't know. It was fun. We were, you know, there's no we bedtime. Were, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell me what to do, mom. <laughs> I mean, basically, it's true. You feel like a, you're a free little shit over there. We're doing whatever we wanted. Yeah. Um, We're doing each other. No, I'm kidding. We're... <laughs> 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 we were like up and out and it was like four or five in the morning we we're like dude let's go to bed what time should we wake up at we we're like let's wake up like at 11 so then we can get ready for the festival because mm-hmm. i think it opened doors not doors but uh doors the whole open thing open at, like at noon. three doors open at three but the whole festival and everything like that everything was set up already by 12 mm-hmm. so we we're like, let's wake up by like 11 we're not going to be there right at the crack of fucking dawn mm-hmm. at the festival um but we'll get ready we'll go down there We'll catch something to eat and shit like that. So we did that. We woke up. Um, it was such a beautiful sight waking up in the city. Like you oh, go yeah, out into because we had like a balcony that we went out to, and when we were there, dude, it was so amazing. Took a lot of pics. Yes, a lot of pics. Uh, we had our we dick pics. Dick pics as well. We you didn't know, have an, some good uh, scenery here and there. <laughs> we didn't have an ironing board, so he was like the table that they had there. It to worked eat. out. It, it worked was pretty out. Flat. Yeah, uh, it was really great, dude. Uh, we went to the festival when, as soon as we got there, there were only three, like, no, there was two trucks to order food from. Yeah. Cause they said, oh, we're going to like, they had, they advertised it as like, 
oh, like, welcome to, like, the Perreo Village. Right. Like, there's going to be a DJ, there's going to be this, food, and, like, gonna Perreo be in the middle. Right. That shit was so dead. Like, Dude, when I'm we like, got there, the literally, literally, on our way there, as soon as they dropped us off, it started pouring, remember? Yeah. And we ran inside, like, wherever the fuck the place was, universe mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And then the, I remember... It's called the Watsko Center, and it was owned by the University of Miami. Yeah. And I remember when we were there, we were like, man, no one's dancing, no one's doing shit. The only thing we saw was some cracked out dude on the side of the grass, yeah. remember? The guy was literally on the floor and his shoes were taken off and flown everywhere. His pants were like coming down. I was like, dude, I don't know what happened, but I'm not even going to ask. And we went out and we were like, let's get in line, let's go get some food from the food trucks. And when we were in line, the guy was like, oh no, this isn't the line to get the food. You have to go to that other food truck you to, to order in a there. line. To, to order. order food. Right. And, and then, then there was a separate line to get food. To get I'm like, the food. this is ridiculous. So we found the nearest McDonald's. We walked there real quick. Right. Um, we ate. Ate, went back. We got there right on time. We formed a line right away because the doors were going to open. I think we were done eating by like one, two. We had waited in line for quite a while. Yeah. We get inside and then that's when you're like, man, th- this this is it. This is where you feel the music pumping. You walk inside. Mm-hmm. It's dark. And then it was hot as shit in there already from the beginning and you but you hear the thumping of the like the big ass yeah speakers stereo it's just like doom, doom. you hear that you feel yeah. it in your chest my palms were getting sweaty my knees were weak, weak. mom spaghetti <laughs> mom spaghettios and i was like oh my god this is it man we're here we made it so we go inside and we started like we're having fun. We're kind of like dancing because obviously the dj is playing before the actual thing starts right yeah we're having such Let's a good time the lineup real quick though Oh, yeah, yeah. Go so, ahead. So the lineup was Brian Myers. Brian Myers. El Alfa, el Hombre. Eladio Carrion. <laughs> Cero Cameron. Gigolo Punto y la X. Justin Quiles. Yeko. Yekortes. Late Night Jiggy. He's irrelevant. but that, was, that, that actually really disappointed me. He was fucking trash dog. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely fucking trash dog. All right. Oh, Mike Towers. Oh, who made a guest appearance? Oh, Liano. Liano. Lily. Lily. Mommy. Mommy. <laughs> Dumbass. So we get there. Actually, it started oh, pretty and I late. I forgot one. Raul Alejandro. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His choreography was fucking amazing, dude. Dude, it's because, like, I literally call him the Chris Brown of Quiz the Brown. Urbano industry. Or, like, <laughs> you literally call him the Code Wed. <laughs> no, yeah. Cr- no, fuck. Rao is literally the Chris Brown of the reggaeton industry, bro. He can dance. He like, can dance. Dirty dance. He probably could, bro. Like, he's so good. He, he has a really good choreographer. His name's, like, Fifi Burgos. And it, I think was, he used to choreograph really cool. for Chris Brown. It was really cool. I liked it. He's good. Um, I feel like they had started the show pretty late because everyone kept saying, oh, he started, started, started. Who was the first one? To, oh. Late Night G- Jiggy. It was Late Night Jiggy, wasn't it? And then, and then everyone's Gigolo like, okay, this is trash. And, I, and then Gigolo Ilaxe came out. And I felt I was so mad because no one was hyped for Gigolo Ilaxe, like, except for us. Right. I thought it was pretty cool. I love them, bro. It was awesome. I loved Gigolo Ilaxe. And then who, who came, came out next? Uh, <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, I believe he it was Eladio Carrion. Yeah, I actually do want to say it was him. Yeah. He came on next. And then it was... Um, was it Rao? I think it was Rao. No, was it, was it him or, the, or Justin? Or was it the no, other one? No, Justin was towards the end. Yeah, I think it was Rao. Rao uh-huh. was next. And, I, and then Brian Myers. Then it was... Either Justin Quiles or Jay Cortez. Mike Towers. Well, Mike it? Towers Mike was the Towers second, second to last. last, right? Yeah. We had met a lot of good people there, though. Yeah, man. Honestly, like, Miami is a great place to, like, meet 
you guys love reggaeton. Honestly, Miami is like one of the best spots to meet like said, people it's a melting who are like like minded like you who want to just like perri- fumar y perrear and all that shit. I'm kidding. And just perrear. Disclaimer: We did not take any drugs and or alcohol while we were there. No, we did not. We were actually, very good boys. We were good boys. Our um, mothers would be very proud of us. Mom, if you're listening to this, hi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we had met a lot of cool people there. There is this guy that we kept constantly seeing. Remember, little short dude, curly hair dude, John we, Cement. John Cement. Yeah, we kept constantly seeing him. Uh, the experience there was so cool. We kept there's a lot, and then I have like a, a lot of videos of random dudes that were behind us and i remember one of them put his arm over you and he kept like going shifting side to side and singing i have a video of that oh really yeah, yeah there's like dude, a lot of like, us dude. you feel the vibe man you're just like okay yeah and then like they're like the other group behind us like all the the guys and the girls there they i don't know maybe they were just cool about it but they had accepted us into their group so whenever we were like all dancing we would all turn around we we're all dancing we just made a big circle a big like Perreo circle, like this was girl sick. was like throwing it in a circle, and her man were like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool, dude." It, it was, was so awesome. That was such a cool experience there. Um, All right, so the real question is though, when we were there, boop boop, did we boop? Did, did we perrear? We, we <laughs> um, yeah, Taz was grinding all over me. Um, yes. I was like, he really knew how to throw it down. I do, I do know how to throw it down. Broke my fucking ankles. Perreo hasta el suelo. Yeah, I, I did. Uh-huh. You know, I was, there was. I was there to perrear. There was um, <laughs> one particular nice lady. There was one particular lady who. <laughs> the thing is, what, what, what happened was. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what happened? What, what happened? Ha- what happened was is, you know, <laughs> she. Was in, it, was a, it was a lady in front of me. Mm-hmm. She slowly starts, you know, backing Beep. up onto me. But I'm like, I, I'm not really feeling her, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have that chemistry with her. I didn't have that connection. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, no, this ain't it. Disclaimer, if you're going to pity out with someone or dance, like, please. Please ask him. Ask for consent. She did yes. not ask for my consent. She just started getting closer and closer to me. I'm like. Like the same it shorty like no <laughs> let me tell you from my perspective dude i was literally like taz was on my right side she was literally like jaws like yeah like a shark coming to get was, me as her prey so we were just i was chilling i was having a good time i was dancing i was doing my thing and i was like out of my peripheral vision i was like where's taz at because there's like a huge gap in between him and this lady and i was like where did taz go and i looked to my right side <laughs> and I and I looked at the lady in front of him. She's like a good five feet from him. And I look back at him, and then he's like looking at me. He just like he literally gives me like a little smirk, like please help me. And there's this lady, and she's like boom, boom. She was bagging that shit up, yeah. coming right towards Taz. And let me tell you, he just accepted his fate at that moment. He just kind of stood there while she was like, you ever seen that episode of SpongeBob where they get stranded, and you know in the woods, and then that the magic um, conch. Yeah, the Magic Conch episode. Mm-hmm. You know how Squidward's, like, backing his ass up into Spongebob, and he's, like, not even paying attention or yeah. anything? That was a girl, and you you were just kind of there, just standing there. <laughs> that was literally me. I was literally Spongebob. Like, she was literally backing up onto me, but I was, like, so, like, I was straight, like, the fucking British soldier, soldiers outside Buckingham Palace, like, he was. Not making a single move. I'm like, okay, like, maybe Pencil's she'll get like, the idea that this. I'm not feeling this. He was, like, <laughs> I was, like, looking at that shit, and I'm like, man, there's nothing I can, I can't even, like, push her, like, get off of him you know what i mean yeah. i can't do that i was at t- 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 like man fuck this man you know he couldn't do nothing 
Until, like, lucky for him, as soon as she almost made contact with him, the music, had, the song had ended, mm-hmm. and then that she gets up, and she was, like, mad as shit. She turns around, she's like, Ugh. She was, like, mad as fuck at Taz, because he did not, like, engage, mm-hmm. indulge in that sinister sin of dancing. And she was like, fuck you. And, I mean, props to Taz, man. I don't know what I would have done. Like, again, if you're going to dance with someone, ask for consent. Yeah, it was even funnier. Because, like, later, her friend was dancing with me, mm-hmm. but what she, she did it the right way. She asked for my consent. She's like, hey, do you want to dance? I'm like, of course. And, like, we did. And then, you know, like, then this of other course. girl was like, cantame. <laughs> oh, yes, Miss Cantame. Yes. So I was dancing with this other girl, and then out of nowhere, she's like, you know, she's throwing it in a circle, you know. We already know, you know, we're perreando, you know. She's doing that. Then she's like, cantame. Like, she kind of, like, whispers it, but, like, mm-hmm. not really. She has to scream it, you know, we're at a festival. It's loud as hell. Mm-hmm. She's like, cantame. I'm like, wait, what? I said, oh, wait a minute. What the fuck did you say? I'm like, what do you mean, cantame? And she's like, like, I think she, what she was saying is that she wanted me to sing the songs. And I'm uh-huh. like, at, I think, uh, who was on stage? Was, Justin um, Keaton. No, it was, uh, like, Bryant Myers. The thing is, is, like, I fuck with Bryant Myers, but I don't know that many of his songs. His songs? All right. So... She's like, canta, man. I'm like, oh. I'm like, like, who the fuck? I'm like, just screaming random shit. So, like, she thinks I'm, like, singing. Singing. Her, like, canta, man. I'm like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Golden rule. Before we had left our apartment, we were like, and I even said it. I told Tess, I was like, stay hydrated. And I was acting like a fucking dumbass. I was like, Good, stay hydrated, man. Because I was talking about, like, we were literally talking about the Code Red experience yeah. when we were there. And he was like, I really hope you don't do that. And I was like, no, dude, I'm going to drink water. And so I was drinking cups and cups and cups after water. Surprisingly, I didn't have to piss at all that day. Yeah. Um, but when we were there, like, halfway through, it is very hot in there. There's a lot of people around you. You get a lot of woof of ass and fucking must and swamp ass. And you get chlamydia, tired. probably. Chlamydia's in the air. Dude, you get so <laughs> tired of just, like, dancing and standing and Yeah, because we're pretty a good tall time. dudes. And, like, a lot of girls there were kind of short so we kind of you know had to bend our knees and like bees knees and you know we were sore yeah and i was like uh to the point like i was i was like fuck this dude i'm kind of done i was just kind of standing there and i look over to taz and i'm just kind of like and he's like dude you you like you look tired and i was like dude i'm like thirsty as shit i feel like i'm gonna pass out he's like bro go get water because again we didn't want a rerun of code red and so I had to step out for a second. I went in line. I went to go get water. And I was like, oh. You found me pretty quick. I did, right? Because I was so afraid that I was not going to find Tess. Keep in mind, we were all the way in the front. I have a video of, like, Justin Quiles, for example. I don't know. He was probably, like, a good five feet in front of me when he went on the floor. Because mm-hmm. we were all the way in the front. And I was like, man, I don't want to be, like, one of those assholes that keep pushing, you know, people out of the way. Yeah. And, like, you know, move. Because everyone was getting pissed off at those people because they wanted to get all the way to the front. Yeah. But, but we were. We'll the- talk about festival and concert etiquette. Mm-hmm. That's one of the points we'll touch upon. And I was like, well, I don't want to be that asshole. But Taz was, he texted me. He's like, look at my flashlight. <laughs> Keep in mind, everyone had their fucking flashlights out when they were singing. But I was facing it towards you, though. That's <laughs> the difference. All you saw And I'm like, oh, there he is. And I kept telling everyone, excuse me, excuse me. I had a whole bunch of, like, fucking man side boobs slapping me in the face. <laughs> just trying to push through. Oh, man. But that water, dude, it was really worth it. Hell yeah, dude. It was so good. I was like, all right, this will give me the fuel to finish this night off. And mm-hmm. it did. 
And then when we got home, we like ordered a shit ton of pizza. That was good. We knocked the fuck out. We were exhausted. That was a good trip, though. It was a good trip. But my favorite festival that I've been to, Vibra Urbana comes like right under there. Mm-hmm. Just right under. But this one takes it over. So in November of 2019, I went to this festival called Coca-Cola Flow Fest. Mm-hmm. So if you've never heard of it, it's because it's in another country. Dun, dun, dun. China. No, not China. It's oh. in Mexico. I went to Mexico for a festival. By the way, when I would tell people, I'm going to Mexico, I'm Mexico, and they're like, oh my God, that's awesome. Like, what are you going for? I'm like, I'm going to a festival. And they're like, that's it? And like, I'm like, yeah, that's it. People thought I was nuts. My parents thought I was crazy. They're like, how the fuck are you going to go to Mexico for just a festival? You're nuts. Like, you're an idiot. And I'm like, yeah, I am an idiot. And it's going to be great. And I did it, yeah. So I bought the tickets. They announced the festival around August. I bought the tickets for keep keep this in mind. Mm-hmm. I bought two VIP tickets for me and my cousin for about two hundred and fifty eight dollars. That's badass. for both. That's badass. You know where are you gonna go VIP for a festival like that here in the U.S.? No, not for those prices. And the reason why I went is because the lineup was insane. Like a lineup you I don't think we'll find here for a while. So the lineup was this. So it was. J Balvin, Osuna, and Anuel mm-hmm. headlining, and then the like the you know the other artists that went were C Tangana, Kasu, Daquila, Dalex, Danny Ocean, Delegato, DJ Luyan, Ghetto Kids, Guaynavici, Kea, Raúl Alejandro, such such, <laughs> Bobby, Camigil, Chelmaya, DJ Esli, DJ Yelkrab, I don't know. These are other ones I really don't know. Um. Who else? Mariah, Usilito Mix. They're like a like a DJ group from Mexico, and that festival was amazing. Like what made it great was just since I was in VIP, we got like amazing treatment. Like there was like really cool lounge areas where we could chill. Um, the food was good. Oh, you guys got food there? Yeah, we got food there. Yeah. Well, it wasn't included in the price, oh, but okay. like, yeah, like the food was like better. We had better options than like in like the general area. Uh-huh. Did you guys get drinks or anything? Yeah, we got drinks. We got a kawama. <laughs> nice. It was dope. The cups were so cool because like they would, they would pour the um, the beer from the, or I'm sorry, the beer bottle like into um, a cup, and the cup said like El Perreo, like Mas Chingon. It was like special oh, cups cool. they made for the festival. It was fucking dope. I loved it, and it was cool. They had like a Ferris wheel. They had this like ride where we would like spin in circles. I don't know how many feet in the air. It was really cool. Like it was a, like such a dope experience. Like I was so happy being there. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sharing it with my cousin, like, he was, like, like one of the coolest people ever. Angels met him. He's badass. He's a really cool guy. He's so awesome. Him. His name's Luis, you know. Shout out to him. Luis if he's listening right now. Primo, eres una verga. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, it was awesome. Like, that whole experience was great. What was even cooler is that that festival was really dope because they didn't accept cash whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, like, anytime you wanted to purchase something, you had to purchase it on your wristband, and you would just, like, you know, bump it. Like, wristband? Yeah, it was so cool. And then the the lounge, what was... I thought this was the most badass shit. So, in order to transport us from stage to stage, the VIP people would get their own golf carts to take them oh, really? from each stage. That. It sick. was so fucking cool, bro. Like, that was... Wait, so you badass. guys got to drive it, like, you had the keys and everything? No, they would have drivers for us drive oh. us to each of the stages. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to have the festival again this year because, you know, because of COVID and all that shit. But I don't know, man. It was, like, one of the best festivals I've ever been to. Then the people there were fucking dope as hell. You know, 
you know, the vibe of reggaeton in Mexico is completely different from the vibe here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. It's like, I don't know how to describe it, but when you're there, especially in like DFE, like the the festival took place at um, Hermanos Rodriguez something. Um, It's um, a Formula One. They do Formula One races there. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was a big racetrack. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was so dope. So, you know, the VIP gets its own kind of section, you know, of the stage. We're right. kind of, like, more off to the side. But it was really cool. And then the people there were, you know, really nice. You know, they're, they're offering, like, my cousin and I cigarettes, but I don't smoke. So I'm like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And then it was, like, it was so crazy because we saw this dude who was fucking plastered or high or something. Maybe both. And he's, like, like throbbing, like, back and forth. He's like, Ugh. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and this guy's, like, starting to annoy the hell out of me. So he starts making his way more and more and more into the front. I don't know how this motherfucker got all the way to the front. But, like, the thing is, is, like, he starts spilling his shit on, like, everyone. And, Fuck you man. Know, people are going to get mad, you know? They're, like, kind of pushing him around. And next thing you know, I see the security guard grab him and pulls him over the railing and starts beating the <laughs> fucking shit out of fuck him. Fuck that. That's, welcome to Mexico, bitch. I'm like, oh, fuck. It does some, I'm not in Chicago no more. Hell no, bro. That shit was scary. I'm like, all right. That made me not want to drink even more. I'm like, I'm good. And then, yeah, it was really cool just being there. And then, like, Balvin was the one who closed out the set at the specific stage we were at. And it was amazing because Balvin was like, everyone was screaming their fucking lungs out for Balvin when he was there. And he starts crying. Oh, he cried? He cried because of all the love he was getting. He's like, Mexico, los amo mucho. Like, people would not stop screaming. And I'm like... You see that shit right there? I don't think it would ever happen here in the U.S. It was so crazy. Like, I wouldn't, I'd never seen an artist cry, like, live. Right. Because of how much love, how much the vibes were just amazing to the point that they cried. Like, I had never seen that before. So I think that's why, for me, I rate it as a top festival. And because of the lineup, too. And the experience, you know, the treatment we got, you know, for being VIP. Right. That's why I hold it just a little bit of a Vibra Urbana. But, I mean, it's just like, you know, millimeter, you know, millimeter Peter, you know. <laughs> Peter, yes. So that's um, why I think that was my favorite festival. So what about worst festivals? Worst festival? I would say Lala. Really? Yeah. Why? It wasn't... I think just the people. It's like, like a lot performing of... Performing or... Huh? Performing? No. Oh. Well, well, this past lineup in uh-huh. Lala was trash. It was fucking horrible. Trash dog. The only re- I only went Saturday. And it was only to see Balvin. Like, I could care less about anyone else. The only people I saw Saturday... We skipped our picnic on Saturday. I did skip our picnic. Fuck that shit. Fuck you. Fuck? <laughs> fuck well, you. I didn't even know. My parents scheduled the date. Like, <laughs> wait. Okay, so I bought the tickets in March. Uh-huh. They didn't schedule our company picnic until, like, July or June. Yeah. So that's their, that's their problem, man. Skipped our picnic. I missed you. Yeah, whatever, man. It was fucking stupid anyway. But Lala was... It was, like, seeing Balvin, like, at Lala was really cool. Like, the actual, like, concert that he had was awesome. But it was just, like, I feel like people, like, there's a lot of fucking kids there. And they act like idiots. But, you know, the vibes are just, it wasn't there, man, you know. Right. And then, like, the but it was cool when we were seeing Balvin. Because, like, for the most part, like, everyone was kind of there for him. And they, I can tell they were kind of, like, true fans. But, yeah. So now we're going to go over concert and festival etiquette so angel why don't you start off so honestly the whole point of this is if you've never been to a concert or a festival these are just things you should know Mm -hmm. before you make a fool of yourself or make other people uncomfortable or any shit like that so right this is the number we have a list of what is it 11 things yeah yeah 11 things things that you should do 
and should not do at a concert or festival. So, Angel, why don't you start with the first one? Number one, right off the bat, do not get fucking drunk or high as fuck, whatever it is, at a festival. Just do not do that. You're going to be a liability on someone. You can get your shit lost. You can get taken advantage of. Don't do it. Think of the Code Red story. Yeah. Just don't, for the love of God. And don't be that guy that keeps bumping into everyone because you're you're fucking stumbling Mm -hmm. because you're drunk. Don't be that guy. All right, number two then. Don't accept drugs or alcohol from strangers, especially if you're a woman. Mm -hmm. You know, what's um, interesting, the bar that we just went to the other week, Mm -hmm. I just found out a day or two ago, they had roofied a girl there. And it got to the point where she had knocked out onto the floor and the bar, um, like the bar people, obviously, luckily for her, they were there like the actual staff. They had called uh, an ambulance and they took her and they actually found out that it was due to... um, different drugs that was put in her system so see yeah. the point is do not accept careful. drinks from other from random people because you don't know what their intentions are yeah even dudes man you never know but right. it's just like we really want to emphasize this for you know our our women and our audience because you know guys are shitty people we realize that and they're more likely to do some crazy shit like that so just be careful everyone please be careful just don't take drugs or alcohol from anyone right, right. angel why don't you tell number three then number three is never go solo to a concert or a festival you do not want to do that. You do not want to be alone. You do not want to be caught alone. Um, even if it's to go, let's just say, you're like, hey, man, I'm going to go to the bathroom really quick. And you go alone somewhere, just don't do that. Because you never know that you're they're going to, I mean, you can get lost. You can bump into, you know, either trouble, uh, whatever the thing is. Just or, or don't even go to a concert alone either. Because, mm-hmm. again, you never know the outcome. You always want to be with someone. Use the buddy system buddy system it sounds so cliche but it's true but, i mean it works All right so number four staying hydrated very key think back to the code red story like use that as an example of what not to do please for the love of god drink water mm-hmm. not beer not fucking vodka or tequila no drink water water it's key it's so key like you would like you do not want to be that person who passes out and becomes a liability and then you ruin their concert for them don't be that right. guy right don't be fucking luke or chad whatever name are you luke. don't be a luke for right. the love of God, don't be a fucking Luke. Don't do that. Number five is wear the appropriate clothes. It's very key. Very key. I want to say, um, when I say wear the appropriate clothes, what I'm trying to say is if you're in a place where, let's say you're outside, right, and it's 100 degrees outside, do not wear a fucking black sweater with a black pant or whatever it is. Wear the appropriate clothes due to the weather. You know, if you're going to be in an enclosed area and it's cold as fuck, w- bring a fucking long sleeve. Or you're going to be, again, outside, vice versa, whatever it is. Just wear the right clothes to an event, please. Exactly. So number six, respect people's space, especially at an open venue. I think that's the most, that's a big one. Because everyone is fucking trapped together. And we're like, like, we feel like we're chickens in cages or some shit. And (laughs) it's just not a fun experience having, like, being, like, so close Mm -hmm. to where you're, like, literally, like, squished together. Right. Like, it sucks. It's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible experience. Mm -hmm. You do not want to go through that. So please, like, just, like, kind of be mindful of everyone's space. You know, do your thing. Don't bump into people, all that kind of shit. Yeah, just, like, respect people's spaces. Right. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Number seven is beware of drunk people or high people. I emphasize in drunk um, because it's, it's usually very open to, you know, drinking there at venues or concerts, festivals, whatever it is. 
be wary of these people because they're just very unpredictable. Again, whether they, uh, someone could have popped fucking Molly. Just be careful because you don't know what they're capable of. You don't know if they're going to want to attack you or they're going to want to do something or they want to act stupid around you. Um, so just be wary of people like that. So number eight, I think is like, this is, number eight goes out to the dudes. Be cool and calm and don't start a fucking fight. Don't be stupid. Mm-hmm. Please just don't start fights. Like, in my opinion, I think fighting is stupid anyway. But, like, when you fight at a concert or anything like that, bro, right. like, you look so stupid. You look like such an idiot. Especially and also, you get caught lacking. Exactly. Also, don't be a fucking hero. Don't try to step in and be like, whoa, bro, we don't fight. Right. Like, no, yeah. don't be that yeah. fucking guy. Exactly. Don't be that guy. That was number nine. Yeah, don't be a fucking hero, dude. Don't step into that. If you see a fight happening or an altercation happening, step the fuck back, dude. What yeah. are you going to You're not a Hulk over here. I dude. have a good story for that. So, I was at um, Mansion. Uh-huh. Which is a nightclub out here in uh, Stone Park, the Chicagoland area. I was seeing Joel and Randy with my friend and my sister and her boyfriend at the time. My sister and her boyfriend were, you know, they were away from us, you know, doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. I was with my friend. And I see, like, the, this fight starting to break out. Like, I had a feeling. And then, like, I pushed her aside, like, right away. Like, she got kind of mad because she's like, why the fuck are you pushing me? But then, obviously, she sees that, like, you know, people are fighting. But, like, that's the thing. Like, did I step in and try to break it up? Damn fuck no. Well, I'm not trying to be no damn hero. Like, right. fuck that shit. And I, you just got to make sure you react quick as shit, too. You got to be aware of your surroundings. Exactly. Don't be in be fucking La La Land. Mm-hmm. Okay? Because I know when we were in Miami, there was two times where we thought a fight was going to break out next to us. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Because it was on my left side. And it was with the guys right next to us. Yeah. One happened because he was really drunk. And then he was like, oh, what the fuck's your problem, man? He took his shirt off yeah. and everything. They opened up the circle. I was like, fuck this. Let's leave, Taz. You just don't want to be in the middle of that. Yeah. Number 10, ask a girl if they want to dance. Don't mm-hmm. just grab them like a fucking rapist. Fuck that. No means no. Exactly. Like, if there's anything that we never condone, it's just, like, you know, grabbing a girl and start dancing with them. Like, no, dude. You be a gentleman. Go up to the girl. Be like, hey, do you want to dance? If they say no, then it means no. Like, no doesn't mean, you know, try harder. Right. That's, again, that's rape mentality. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Don't be that guy who's like, just, you know, if they say no, just, you know, accept don't the rejection it, and move on. You think, like, we girls have told us yes all our lives? Like, fuck no. Right. I think we get no, like, 90% of the time, honestly. Right. Number 11 is, I emphasize this a lot because I always know myself for some reason. I always lose my wallet when I'm, like, at home or the store is or this whatever. Your wallet? Is this, yeah. Is this your wallet? Um, but number 11 is do not bring your wallet or purse or whatever it is that you carry to a festival or open venue. Again, I like to emphasize this a lot. Do not bring anything that you are afraid of losing, whether it be credit cards, um, if you carry a social security card on you, um, anything like that, cash, whatever it is, just do not bring it. I know when we were in Miami, um, even when we were with Balvin, I had left my uh, my um, when we were with Balvin, I left my wallet in my car. When we were in Miami, I left my wallet back at the apartment. The only things mm-hmm. that I do take with me would be cash and then an ID. Yeah. But I keep that in a secure location, whether it be like a zipped up pocket, like on my shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, or, for example, Taz always has like this um, Supreme bag that he carries around him. Yeah. I have a fanny pack. I carry it um, across my body, not in front. Yeah. And... Uh, I try to bring very minimal amount of stuff in there. I usually just put like I don't even know like this past time like I didn't put I didn't bring my wallet for that same reason because I don't want if like if I get robbed right or if I get pickpocketed like exactly. I don't want them taking all my shit so I just bring a, like one or two credit cards my ID um, and a little bit of cash yeah that's about it you know I try to keep everything minimal because you don't want to lose anything 
Right. It really sucks. All right. So the question is now, where do we kind of go from here? So now that, you know, the coronavirus pandemic is really hitting us hard, especially for people like me, like us that love to go to concerts and festivals. That's not really going to be a reality for a while. Honestly, it's going to suck. Like, for example, I was really looking forward to going to Los Dells mm-hmm. um, in 2020 because I went last year. Oh, wow. Voice cried. I went last year. Luchito. I went <laughs> I went last year with um, one of my really good friends, and we had a really amazing time. Uh, the lineup was, you know, it was good. You know, Osuna, Carlos Vives, you know, it's, it's a really good, you know, Latin festival. And it was so much fun. You know, we had a good time. We uh, we saw Jay Cortez, like, front, front row, like, front row. And, like, I got to touch his hand. Like, he, like... Oh, is that where you took the picture with yeah, him? Yeah, bro, we shook up. Like, it was great, bro. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was even funnier, too, <laughs> because she was... I knew every single song Jay was performing, and she didn't know them that well. Yeah. So when, when he was performing all the songs, like, he would point at me and give me more attention than her. And she got hella jealous, bro. It was so funny. She's like, why would he, why was he paying more attention to you, not me? I was like, well, because I know his music and I'm like his right. fan. Like, I was like, I've been like, listening to Jay for fucking years now, dude, you know? fucking respect to him, man, to be doing that. Yeah, dude, it was so dope. Like, I have a couple videos where he's pointing at me and all this shit. It was dope. And then what was great, we didn't know, is that they were doing meet and greets after. Like, so right after his set, we, um, I got to meet him. You know, I shook his hand. You know, he, like, when I came up to him, he's like... I, I told him, I'm like, I'll never forget what I told Jay. So when we sh- we shook up, I was with him. He's like, eres mi ídolo. Like, te estado escuchando por muchos años. Eres, un, eres una de mis artistas favoritas. Me encanta tu música. And he's like, ah, gracias, gracias. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> so can I please get a smooch? Like, dude, like, I'm like, so, I'm never washing this hand again. Like, <laughs> it was one of the greatest moments mitts. of my life. And then, you know, it was a good lineup. That Lu- we saw Lunai right after that, you know, on the brink of, like, Soltera. Uh, Epico hadn't come out yet, so he didn't perform that many songs. Osuna uh, closed the show. Uh-huh. Uh, he came out super late, so we were already very irritable. We were mad as fuck. So he came out, and he literally, bro, he came out in, like, pants and a hoodie and a hat. Really? Yeah, like... Because the night before, he did a big concert at the Palms in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. So, like, I felt like what well, my friend and I thought, he was super fucking hungover. And she she was, like, more pissed off about it than I was because she's a huge, absolutely huge Osuna fan. Mm-hmm. Like, that's her guy. And she, obviously, she doesn't get to see him that often. And, like, like, she still enjoyed it. But, like, she's like, I'll never forget how, like, you know, it, it wasn't the same. I'm like, I know, I know. But... You know, it is what it is. And I'm really sad that we're not going to be able to go. And right. It's, it sucks. But, you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, you know, our health comes before anything. Right. So, I mean, it really sucks. We won't be able to go to a concert or a festival for like a really long time. But at the end of the day, it's worth it. I don't know what you think, Angel. I'm really sad that in the beginning of uh, basically my whole, I don't want to call it career because that sounds stupid. But <laughs> career. Yeah, my resume of going to concerts and festivals and tours, it started basically, you know, when I went back with Jay. And then we went to Miami. It's just such a shame, dude, that I, I cannot experience that at all this year. Because everything has been canceled for the rest of the year, at yeah. least here here in the Chicago area. all the, uh, Anything from concerts or anything like that, they have been canceled. I don't know about 2021 yet. Dude, I wonder um, how clubs are honestly going to make money. 
I don't know. That's an interesting thing. Maybe other states, like let's just say, uh, for example, Texas, like it was the first state to open. They didn't give a fuck. Um, maybe other states might. Wisconsin, the north of us, is pretty lenient. Too. They're yeah. They're like I don't know, seventy five percent, not maybe even a hundred percent open now. Maybe they might have some venues where they have artists come down. I doubt it, only because you know there's going to be a lot of people. But it's just it's. Honestly, it's it's a real shame. Um, it sucks, yeah, man. I feel it you. sucks, but again, you know, we just gotta understand that it's only this way because it's a pandemic. We gotta be healthy. We Our gotta respect first, each dude. other. Like you said, health comes first. All right, guys. So, like, we went end off every episode every week. We're gonna end off with our artist of the week. So it's none other than it's Mariah, bitch. <laughs> Don't miss. <laughs> Pretty sick. That was awesome. All right, so Mariah. So Mariah right now is I think she's just turned twenty. Yes. She's from the 305 Miami, and she's been an artist for, I think, about a year, one or two years. Uh, she's got a really good flow. You know, she can rap a little bit. You know, she's not the best rapper. She's an amazing singer, though. I think she can really do some damage in the music industry because she's capable of singing in both English and Spanish. Mm-hmm. So I expect a lot of great things from Mariah. So the number one song we'll recommend from her is definitely Perrito. That's definitely her. Yeah, that's definitely her number one song. Everyone knows her for that. Listen to the remix, though. Uh, I'm not saying the original one is bad. It's not bad at all, but I think the remix adds a little bit more pizzazz. Right. To it. Oh, the remix is with Darel and Arcangel. And then number two, we have the song Maria Don't Call Me with Santino Lee Saint. This song is really good. Because Mariah does something that she's never done before. She sings all in English and she does a little bit of rapping. Mm-hmm. But her, the vibes that she gives off. Very, very weekend, right? As mm-hmm. Angel likes to say. Yeah, that's how I describe it. Yeah, it's very, you know, dark. Melodic. Super melodic. I love it, though. I love that song. It's a really good song. All right, number three is Bandido with Anuel. Um, this was actually kind of close for coming up for one of my songs of the week. But it's not. I think Bandido um, is... <laughs> That's easier. You guys can see that right now, but our friend just slipped a note like under the under the door here. Under in the office. door, dude. That shit. I don't know. That, that was pretty cool. It was, it, was, it was random. It was so random. We didn't know he was here, so it was it's really a, funny. It's a All right. Anyhow, so yeah, number Bandido was a good song, best song on Anuel's album, in my opinion. Number four is Taxi with El Guanabichi. Really good song. Super catchy. Listen to it. And then number five is one of her early songs called Blah. I like that one. It's so catchy. It's so catchy. Blah, 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 blah. It's kind of like a pop song. Yeah. It's catchy. It's so catchy. All right. So make sure to check out Mariah. All right, guys. So we'll end it off with our songs of the week. Angel, why don't you give the audience your song of the week then? I'm going to go ahead and go with the song. I literally just, not too long ago, I just came up, surfaced, you know, the song surfaced. Mm -hmm. Um. It is called Aderal. For those of you who are not Spanish-speaking, it is Adderall, you know, like the drug. Yes. Um, by Musico Lojo Jimenez, a.k.a. M.E.M., featuring Almighty. This was this song was released four years ago, back in 2016. But, oh, my God, let me tell you, when I heard this song at first, it was, like, with my sister and her boyfriend. We were outside. And we were eating. We had the speaker on. And I was like... What song is this? Because usually I'm kind of embarrassed to be asking, like, oh, what song is this, dog? You know? But no, this one, like, really, it hit so fucking hard. Because it is not your no- normal reggaeton tracks. No, it is not. It, that shit went so fucking hard. Literally, if you guys like EDM or even, like, dubstep or something, it is literally a dubstep song with Almighty on it. 
You can already imagine how that's going to go down. It is badass. It is so hard. It goes hard. I love it. Um, if you guys look at my Instagram, I did post a video with the song on there. It was really cool. I yeah. love it. I personally haven't listened to it yet, but I definitely am going to check it out. Um, my song of the week is Caramelo by Osuna. Beautiful song. When I said Osuna was back last week, I really meant it. He's back. The song is Caramelo. a fucking banger. I love it. It's so fucking catchy. I can't get it out of my head. Osuna did some magical work with the song. I'm really happy, too, because, like I said before, he's been coming out with some shitty-ass music. Nibiru was not the best album he's put out. Mm-hmm. So I'm really happy he was able to come out with a really good song. Super catchy hook like Osuna is good with. Um, I'm really happy with it. All right, so thank you guys for listening to another episode of Urbaneton. Make sure to follow us on all our social medias. We have a link tree uh, link, so like it gives you all the links to our socials on our Instagram, all that fun stuff. Thank you to everyone who's been listening to us lately, you know, growing our audience. We're almost at 300 plays across all three platforms, so we could not be more. Ooh. We're very, yes, we're, mm. we're very grateful for everyone that's been listening to us, right, Angel? Right. So, like I said, guys, thank you so much for listening. And no matter what time of the day you are listening, always remember, perrea hasta el suelo.